Hey everyone, welcome to the Project Matter Podcast. My name is Drew Swanson, and today I will be interviewing Johnny Quintana. Uh, he's a friend of mine, and uh, he's going to share his experience being a gay man in a non-affirming Christian atmosphere. Here's our conversation. So Johnny, thank you so much for being on the Project Matter Podcast. Really appreciate it. Just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Gracias, yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah, my name is Johnny Quintana. I'm uh, an immigrant from Mexico. I've lived in Seattle for most of my life. I use he, they pronouns, um, and I identify as a gay man, basically. Cool. And um, from what I know, you grew up in a pretty conservative Catholic atmosphere. And I'm just curious to know just a kind of a chronological story, how your sexuality relates with your <clears throat> Catholic upbringing. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think the earliest I can remember is like when I was four years old and I, this like four year old kid let me borrow his red crayon and I remember feeling so flustered and I think that was like my first indication where I was like, yeah, gotcha. I'm into this. Yeah. Boys being sweet to me. I need more of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then after that, let's see. Uh, I moved to Seattle and um, I didn't really th think about crushes then just because um, I was like mostly just focused on survival, like uh, being one of the only Latino kids in a basically all-white school. Um, yeah, and so I didn't really think about crushes, but when I did notice, like, a cute boy, um, I'd think about, like, I don't know, oh, that's weird. And I thought maybe I just wanted to fight them. Uh, but it wasn't that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I didn't really think about it much, up until I was like a preteen, but um, uh, yeah, and like my parents never really talked to me about uh, sexuality. It was just kind of implied that I was supposed to marry a woman and all that. Um, but I did hear like enough messages from them and from the people around me about like marrying a woman and like also how bad it was to be gay that like I just kind of got this uh idea in my head basically that I was supposed to yeah do that marry a woman have kids and then eventually uh I'd have to like kill myself uh when she found out um and it wasn't like I was suicidal or anything uh it was just that's what I was raised with. Like, hmm. you keep the secret and then you die with it eventually. And so, uh, eventually, like, my sister and I, uh, she, we became more aware of our identity and started to, like, ex like explore it. Um, and around, like, middle school, she came out as bisexual and I came out as gay. Um, and we came out to everyone except for our parents. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just 
fine. I think I quickly got over it. I I don't know. That's just kind of how I am. Like once I pro I process things pretty fast. Like, okay, actually, I'm gay, and that's it. You know, um, I had other stuff to deal with, um, and so it was not my biggest issue. Um, yeah, uh, but eventually my parents did find find out like uh, through texts of my at the time boyfriend and they did not take it super well uh they didn't talk to me for three days and um after those three days when they finally broke my mom just came to me crying and she just said i love you and that's about it um but it wasn't really like a solution it was just like a yeah i love you that's it yeah mm -hmm. um so for the years after that we had a lot of arguments because i wasn't just about to let it go like i'm i wasn't gonna live in a house where i felt like you know a monster um so i basically told them like you either take every part of me or i'll uh, leave and um they chose right they chose correctly um and I think, like, being immigrants and being, like, Mexican kind of helped with that because they know how important family is. And mm. it really means a lot to have someone that, well, one of the only people that will really understand your situation as an immigrant, um, like, to have those people in your life. <clears throat> so, yeah. 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 Uh, still, they're a work in progress, and they're really great now, but it's a lot to unlearn decades of traditional Catholic, uh, you know, guilt. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing that. Um, also just, you, you mentioned that you grew up thinking that you had to marry a woman. When was like the earliest time you were, remember being taught that and realizing like, oh, maybe I think I'm a little different. Hmm. Let's see. I think it really hit me all at once. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just when I was like 12, I was, I really realized like, because I had some crushes on girls. And so I thought like, you know, maybe I could do this, but then, <clears throat> you know, my dad would always make jokes about like me having girlfriends, my future wife, people would, you know, put yeah. women in my future. Uh, mm. yeah. And, uh, yeah, just, I, I remember one day I looked in the mirror, it was like two in the morning and I just said the words, I'm gay. And then it like slapped me in the face, basically. Like it was such a like jolt. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Then I was, then I just processed it. I was like, okay, cool. Let's move on. So that was when you were 12. Um, when yeah. you ex accepted that you were gay and, um, mm -hmm. 
what was it, it sounds like it you said okay and then he moved on was it that easy or or what were your main concerns if you had any <clears throat> for a while before that th- there was the thought of you know wife and kids and then suicide but yeah i don't know it was just really easy for me like i just yeah i had other stuff to deal with being gay was not the biggest thing in my life um yeah i was like i am way too good to be dealing with i don't know self-hate right now i've got too much shit going on yeah and you just said that if you were to have to get a wife and have kids, you would want to kill yourself. And you had those feelings as early, like even earlier than 12 years old. Yeah, yeah, like the kids at school, you know, would always talk about girlfriends, wives, you know, the boys. Um, yeah, and they would talk about being gay as like unacceptable. Uh, yeah, and I mean, so would my family, basically. Like, in little jokes, like, there was, it wasn't a question, uh, to be queer. Um, yeah, and that was fine, and, but, you know, that wasn't really the end of, like, the messages. Uh, like, in high school, I would have conversations with the staff. Um, this private high school, Christian high school that I went to, um, I would have conversations with the staff about, like, being gay. And um, I would spend, like, an hour with each of them, just, like, we we could have so many different conversations about, like, anything in the Bible, um, whenever. But nobody really talked about, like, being gay. And so I finally took them aside and just spent some time with them. Uh, and I remember, like, it all happened in one day, and after that day, I went home, and I remember thinking, like, what the fuck? I just spent, like, three hours talking to people, and they didn't really give me an answer. Like, nobody really said why it was wrong to be gay. They would talk about, like, the messed up lives of their family members that were queer, Um, and it just makes me think, like, were their lives messed up because they were queer or because of the people around them and how they treated them? Um, the chaplain gave me a link to this podcast series of this guy who forced himself to be heterosexual and, like, marry a wife and have two kids. Um, and that's about it. That's all I got. Um, so it didn't really take me long to realize that, like, they were all wrong. Like, this is not something that's wrong with me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My best friend in high school was a lesbian. And, uh, her parents were not supportive. And she also had these same conversations with the staff. But she did not get out as well. Um, like... Uh, yeah, like, she had a girlfriend, and they demonized her, they made her, like, an antagonist, 
And I think she really took all those messages of like, there's something inherently wrong with you, uh, really rough. And she broke um, and ended up not finishing school there. Uh, yeah, I, I actually don't know if she did. Um, wow. Yeah. I, um, so you, it sounds like the answer is probably no to this question I'm going to ask you, but was there any, a time where you knew you were gay, but you weren't pursuing it because of fear of, um, <clears throat> I guess, rejection? Um, and if there was a period, how was that for you? Hmm. I think there was a time where I didn't, uh, I didn't like act on it, but it wasn't like I was trying not to be gay. I just kind of put it on pause for a little bit just because I wanted to see like, oh, what is, you know, what would it be like without this part of my life? Mm -hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, nothing changed too much, but like the relationships I've had with men are like other gay men whether it's like friendships or romantically like they are some of the most deep relationships that i've had mm, mm -hmm. yeah like just very beautiful relationships i'm super thankful for them so how did you think your parents and family were going to were going to take it when you came out. How did you think that they're going to react and did they live up to that expectation? I knew they were going to react badly and they did. Um but I also knew like if they didn't know that I was serious about like this is just who I am. Uh, and if you don't take it, then yeah, you're losing like your son, your oldest son. Um, and so I also knew that that would make them really think about things like, is my dislike slash hatred slash disgust with homosexuality enough to like basically kick my son out? you know, remove him, remove him from their lives. So. Mm -hmm. Were you ever a spiritual person? And <clears throat> if so, <throat> was, did you ever resonate with Christianity? Yeah. I had those conversations because I really like, I love a lot of principles about Christianity and what they teach us about love and taking care of other people mm. and I still do I like my favorite conversations are with Christians like still um, and I considered myself Christian like most of high school um, but yeah that I just uh, I kept hearing these things that didn't go anywhere like all these questions that like just weren't answered and it seemed like it wasn't like something spiritual that was stopping these people from, yeah, it didn't seem like it was God or 
the Bible, it seems like it was something like within themselves that just wasn't quite right in how they thought of people. Yeah. So the way that they were treating uh, you or, yeah, the way that they were treating you and the LGBTQ plus community didn't seem consistent with Christianity to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did uh, you uh, did you ever feel like you had to drop the entire religion because of this, or <clears throat> or no? Sometimes, yeah, but I think that would have been kind of like losing, like admitting defeat, and like <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, like Christianity still means something to me and I still like to keep a part of it. I don't really know, you know, how to exactly express that or identify with it, but I do know like uh, this love that I have for people, like I think it's given to me by something higher than myself. Um, Yeah, and I don't want to lose that just because some people think Uh, yeah, there's something wrong with my attraction to men. Were you ever close with your parents? Um, honestly... Kind of in a in a way where like we understood where we were coming from, but uh, yeah, like because of the sexuality thing and them just kind of not being able to fully understand it, not as close as we could have been. Yeah, I I'm just um, I'm wondering. Well, because you came to a place in middle school where you said, "Hey, I'm gay, accept me, or we're done." Um, I'm just, I'm just wondering if that was a really hard thing to do because, uh, you, at that moment you were risking that relationship with them. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's just kind of a character, like advantage that I have, a personality advantage that I have where I think the idea of people being inherently bad is extremely damaging and I just didn't see that of myself so yeah it was kind of scary but I just felt like I just felt so sure of it I'm like there is no way this thing that I have like that feels so natural could be wrong Mm -hmm. and it was uh it was worth it to you to take that risk Mm -hmm. um yeah so how would you respond mm-hmm. to someone who said something like this? Like, Johnny, I can love the sinner, but hate the sin. I love and accept you, Johnny, but I can't celebrate your sexuality because it's a sin. My first thought is like, uh, you know, that's really messed up. Uh, and I think that's really easy for someone to think about. Like, <clears throat> 
Oh, you know, I don't entirely hate you. Just one part of yourself. And I think that can seem like pretty harmless. Because I think we think about it just as like sex, you know? But it's not really that. It's, uh, it's like relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be like questioning the relationship of whoever said that to you. Um, which is, yeah, which is if they mean anything to you, kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's like a big part of yourself. That is your relationships. I think it builds up, like, every time we hear it. Every time we hear, like, like, oh yeah, this part of yourself is wrong. And, like, I've seen it get to people, and, you know, some of them aren't here anymore. Um, a really close friend of mine here in Seattle uh, this year had to deal with, like, losing someone to, you know, somewhat mental health, but I think sexuality was a pretty big part in it, too. Uh, they lived in a place that wasn't affirming, um, and I'm sure just had to hear it all his life, just like my friend did. Um, and yeah, he took his life here in Seattle this past year. Um, he just kind of broke. messes with you and so I wish I could say like yeah um, that is really fucked up for you to think um, but uh, I think I have given passes to people before because I just love them so much like the staff at my school that I went to um, I could never tell them you know to go away because they raised me with so much love even though they have this idea in their head. They are my family, they raised me uh, to like love people. Um, so yeah. So you mentioned that you have relationships with people that hold to this statement. Um, the, I can, love, I can love the sinner, but hate the sin. I can love you, Johnny, but I, I can hate I know this sounds terrible, but I can hate the fact that you're gay, but you have people in your life still. Um, are those relationships able to be deep relationships or are they surface level? Mm, I think they're somewhat, I don't know. Like those people understand who Johnny is. Um, and I think that's very important. Like being known is a huge deal. Um, but then, like, wanting to know more about, you know, me, that's, yeah, you know, not having that, um, maybe, maybe it would hurt a bit more, but it doesn't, and so I think for myself, I'm okay with it. But if I saw it happening, if I saw somebody else allowing that kind of, like, hurt on themselves, like, allowing those people to be in their lives, I don't think I'd be as okay with it. So you're able to share your complete self with those people? Like, you're able to, um, no? 
you're shaking your head no. Yeah, definitely not. Okay. Nope. I mean, yeah, I think I could introduce them to, like, boyfriends or, you know, other gay people, but there were definitely, I mean, how can you have a relationship with someone that in the back of their mind is going like, oh, just by the way, like, this is wrong. Yeah. Is there any message you would like to send to religious people who are non-affirming? Yeah. Mm, I would say, although it seems like it's something really small that you're doing, which is just telling someone that their sexuality is wrong, uh, that it really does kill people. Uh, it hurts them. I don't know how many a year, but way too many. Uh, so I hope that you truly learn what it means to love someone. And what about people who are currently in atmospheres where people who are close to them are non-affirming of their sexuality or gender identity? Mm, that's hard. I would just hope that they know that they have family out there, everywhere, that loves them and that accepts them and that there is nothing inherently wrong with them. All right. Well, Johnny, I really appreciate you um, coming on the podcast and talking about this stuff. It's not easy to talk about this stuff in general and um, especially on a podcast it takes a lot of guts and I really appreciate you sharing your story. So thank you very much. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for the good questions and for having me. All right. That's the end of Johnny and my conversation. Um, but before you leave, I just wanted to say that if you yourself are an LGBTQ plus person who is in a non-affirming atmosphere and you just want someone to talk to, uh, you just want some support Johnny has offered himself to be uh, part of your support system. So uh, if you'd like to reach out to Johnny, please just message one of the Project Matter social media pages, and we may be able to get you in contact with Johnny. Thanks for listening.